Here it is a Saturday morning in CCO land when we invite Jack Farrell in here with his wine chat. Jack Farrell, of course, from Haskell's. Good morning, Jack. Good morning, Denny. How are you this wonderful Labor Day weekend? It is all of that. Thank you for asking. I am doing well, and it, you're right. It is uh, It is a beautiful weekend. It looks great for the next uh, two, three days, as a matter yeah, of fact. But- asking, I am doing well, and it, you're right. It is uh, It is a beautiful weekend. It looks great for the next uh, two, three days, as a matter yeah, of fact. But- so. We're entitled. <laughs> Absolutely, and it won't be 90 degrees, so uh, yes. good stuff. What are we going to be chatting about today? I thought, well, everybody talks about picnics. In fact, I got an awful lot of comments last week on going to the state fair. Somebody asked me if I actually took all that wine with me that I recommended having with each of those state fair treats. Well, that would have been hard to do. No, I, I had an imaginary glass of that each of those wines with them i couldn't drag all that to the fair and i don't think it's uh, legal to bring alcohol into the fair anyway but uh, be that as it may that's my disclaimer on my state fair i did not carry all those wines with me and taste them by each of those food stands although it would have been a great adventure uh because it's a holiday weekend people think about picnics and that my two favorite picnic wines are for a red is Beaujolais, and for a white is a wine that not a lot of people know of. It's called Muscadet, and it comes from the Loire Valley in France, and it's really grown only there, uh, nowhere else in the world. And it's a marvelous wine. It's grown way down at the mouth of the Loire River, where the river runs into the Atlantic Ocean. Not quite Brittany, but the next. A place inland, and Muscadet has a noble, noble history. It's my go-to uh, summer picnic wine. It's a delicious white wine, uh, and as I said, it's from the Loire Valley. Uh, no one knows where it got its name, uh, Muscadet, and it's not to be confused with Muscatel. It's not sweet at all. It's very crisp and dry uh, and minerally. It's a wonderful white wine. It has a very, very noble history that uh, goes back uh, to Louis the Fourteenth, who encouraged pr- planting the Malone de Bourgogne. That's the grape type, the melon of Burgundy, uh, that produces Muscadet. And Muscatel is a sweet wine that's produced all over the world. Muscadet is a dry white wine that's only produced in the Loire Valley of France. And as a matter of fact, it's been a vineyard area since ancient Roman times. Uh, the Roman Emperor Probus issued uh, edicts about that area of Muscadet, uh, where Muscadet is grown. So the, the association with Malone de Bourgogne is not really very clear, but that's the principal grape type, and they don't know how it happened. Some say it was an order of Louis XIV. Others say in 1709 uh, there was a terrible frost, and the Dutch were buying wine there, bulk wine, to bring to Holland to turn into what they called burnt wine. That's the name brandy, burnt mean brandy. Uh, and the Dutch made a lot of brandy for all the countries around Europe and exported a great deal of it. And the wine they got was from here. And they liked the Malone de Bourgogne because of its neutrality. And therefore, uh, the Dutch ordered the planting of that. But who, whichever of those stories is right, uh, we're very grateful that they did do that because it has produced a wine that really is global in appeal, in my opinion. Uh, it's a simple white wine. 
and uh, it's not complex, but it's very straightforward. That's why I love it with picnics. It really is terrific. I remember I had a good friend, the Marquis de Goulain, and he had a big castle right there in Muscadet and was a grower of Muscadet, and he was so proud of the fact that he had the leopard of England and the fleur-de-lis of France in his family's coat of arms. And I said, well, why? What difference? He said, we were the ones that united the French and the English after the Hundred Years' War. Now, that goes back quite a bit. But that's the history of the area. It's really kind of neat. And, you know, I, nobody probably, or very few, have ever heard of the honeymoon barrel. Well, honeymoon barrel is something in France where they put aside a barrel of the wine and save it for special occasions that might come up, a wedding or a mar- uh, uh, a party or anything like that, the honeymoon barrel. Well, the honeymoon barrel was used in Muscadet, and they discovered that by leaving the wine in that honeymoon barrel, it developed complexity. So in the 1880s, I'm sorry, the 1980s, people started to put their Muscadet in these new oak barrels and atop the lees. That's why Muscadet is called Sir Lee on the lees. Uh, And it added complexity and a depth to the Muscadet that wasn't there before. Uh, it's a, an incredible addition to Muscadet. Muscadet was always good, but it was sort of simple and plain. Now with the Sir Lee, it became uh, more complicated uh, in uh, its texture and its depth. And it still was a simple, easy-to-like wine. And now the good news about Muscadet is it is very, very inexpensive. You'd be hard-pressed to find a Muscadet for over $20. They, they're always under $20, and usually you can get a pretty good one for 12 to $15. And it is delicious. And they, because they're close to the ocean, it, it's the nearest vineyards in France to the Atlantic Ocean, the... Uh, influence of that ocean is really terrific. Muscadet is a cooler region of France. It's northern, almost as northern at most as Champagne. But, uh, it, the, and also that Gulf Stream helps keep the area warm in the winter and cool in the summer. Because Melon de Bourgogne, the grapes there, really thrives on uh, adversity. It can stand, they get an awful lot of freezes in Muscadet. And uh, the Malone de Bourgogne can stand up to that cold weather and still produce good wines the following year. The the, uh, wines of Muscadet are minerally. They have a crisp acidity. uh, But again, they're simple. So you don't need to have wax on enthusiastically and go on and on about the nuances and the depth and all this stuff. It's great wine, just straightforward. Sip it and enjoy it. I, for years, have a fishing opener, always bring a couple bottles of Muscadet, because when you have uh, shore lunch, it seems to me nothing is better. And another nice thing about Muscadet is it's always very light in alcohol. It's never, ever over 12%. And uh, the soil content there, because of the minerality, add a little complexity to the Muscadet that a lot of wines don't have that are simple and straightforward. There's something there. There's some backbone. There's some spine. There's some interest in uh, a Muscadet wine. And uh, like I said, uh, the main principle is called Servet Main, 
and uh, and Sir Lee. Uh, the Servant Maine vineyards are huge. There's about 30,000 acres of Muscadet produced in France. And as I said, it's the only place I'm not aware of any Muscadet made in any other wine-growing countries or wine-growing areas around the world. There may be some, but I, I certainly have never seen it or heard of it. But And that's what makes this Muscadet so delicious. And it would be perfect with your picnic because of its straightforward easiness. They, they're, they're full-bodied and do have texture in the mouth, maybe like a little Bourgogne, uh, Chardonnay from Burgundy, or a light uh, Chardonnay from someplace like Chile. But they have a good balance of fruit, acidity, and texture. And uh, the wines are just straightforward, easy to like, and quite frankly, delicious. Uh, the wine for uh, a red wine for a picnic, of course, in my opinion, a go to easy wine is Beaujolais. I mean, it's simple, it's easy to like, it goes with almost everything you'd have on a picnic. And. Uh, you can always chill a rosé a little bit. So if you get a picnic on a very hot day, it often isn't so desirable to have red wine. But if you chill the Beaujolais, it makes it pretty good. And there's nothing wrong with chilling Beaujolais. Everybody suggests it. Now, as I said, we're talking mainly here today about Muscadet. In the winemaking procedure, it, uh, as I said, they set aside this honeymoon barrel, which was for special occasions. And they discovered it, it made the Muscadet more complex uh, and a much, much better bottle of wine. So and in about 1980, they started uh, with these oak barrels after the initial fermentation. And uh, the wine to be Sir Lee has to stay on that barrel uh, till March of the following year after the harvest. So it's on that barrel for a long time. And... Uh, and being on those lees, which is what lees are what's dropped off the minerality and the, the stuff in wine, uh, to the bottom of that, and even once in a while they sometimes even stir up those lees so they uh, add the complexity and depth to the wine. But uh, like I say, really and truly Muscadet is kind of immune to too much depth. It's a nice, straightforward wine. Uh and now that they have these regulations, which are kind of a good thing, because Muscadet has to spend that full winter in contact with its lees, and therefore produces a really interesting wine. The Again, the grape is a Melon de Bourgogne. It's a little bit like Muscadet's name is shrouded in the midst of history. Nobody's 100% sure. Obviously, it came from Bourgogne, but they don't seem to remember it very well. And let's face it, it was almost 400 years ago when they uh, got that wine to Muscadet from Burgundy. But uh, like I say, there's very little residual sugar, so it's nice and crisp. Uh, the Muscadets will drink up to three years of age, and those yeasty aromas that come from the leaf keep the wine so light and refreshing. And the food wines with it are, are just the best, of course, is oysters of Nantes go perfect with Muscadet, because Nantes is the main city in the Loire uh, and the main city where Muscadet is produced. But it's also great with other uh, things like lobster, shrimp, any kind of shellfish. And as I said, 
Uh, I think it's great with walleye. Uh, if you ask me to pair a wine with Minnesota walleye, I couldn't think of a better one than uh, a good, nice, crisp muscadet from the Loire Valley in France. So there you have a new wine to try, muscadet, and uh, this would be a good weekend to try it. I'm sure everybody is planning sort of a maybe a Labor Day get-together kind of picnic. Why don't you surprise all your friends and bring along a bottle of Muscadet and share this new wine discovery with everyone because it really is a delicious wine that will go well with any kind of picnic foods. And like I said, if you want a red, my advice would be to get a good bottle of Beaujolais and share that with your friends as well. There's, there are wines for quaffing, not for analyzing and going into depth on. You just sit back and enjoy them. And the food pairings, as I said, are really both Beaujolais and Muscadet are good wines to have with food because basically they are food wines. That's what they're best with, not so much with conversation or any of that, but just to enjoy with a little snack. So in my opinion, if you're planning a picnic over this Labor Day weekend, for red, bring a bottle of Beaujolais, and for white, bring a new bottle, a bottle of Muscadet. Fantastic, and of course, Haskell's makes it so easy to find exactly what you're looking for. The folks at Haskell's love to talk about wines, and whether it's talking about Muscadet from the Loire Valley, or Beaujolais, or wines from Oregon, or any place else in the entire world, Chile, Haskell's has them, and they know what goes well with what you're going to fix. All you have to do is tell them and give them a budget, and boy, I'll tell you, they'll put you in business right away, and best of all, they're going to put you in touch with a wine that won't be very expensive. There's a Haskell's near you where you can shop the vineyards of the world. There's a Haskell's in Bloomington. There's one in Excelsior. In Faribault, right off of 35, Maple Grove, our super seller up there, is not to be missed. 22,000 square feet of wines. In Minneapolis, we have free parking on Saturday and Sunday. There's a Haskell's at Ridgedale, Plymouth, St. Paul's Highland Village. There's a Haskell's out in Stillwater, White Bear Lake, and Woodbury, too. And if you can't come in, go to Haskell's.com. And don't forget, at Haskell's, we do deliver, or you can pick it up uh, and call ahead. Don't forget, there's a good reason Haskell's are called the wine people. We know what we're talking about. Fantastic. Jack, have a great holiday weekend, and we'll talk next Saturday. Denny, I'm going to look forward to that, and you have a great holiday weekend as well. Thanks so much. Jack Farrell from Haskell's. Now get those lawn and garden questions ready. That's coming up next hour in a Smart Garden Show on News Talk 830. This is WCCO.